You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell and Stephanie Thompson. Welcome to today's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show. I'm Dave Aaronbell along with Stephanie Thompson. And this week, our newscast is brought to you by Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. Who doesn't enjoy a weekend camping and trip in Wyoming? And nothing goes better with camping than s'mores. Sonic brings that experience to you with the new toasted s'more shakes. That's right, folks. Vanilla ice cream, chocolate chunks, and graham cracker crumbs all rolled into one delicious treat for the entire family. Try them today at Sonic Drive-In. Service at the speed of sound. It makes me want to go camp and just have some s'mores, Stephanie. <laughs> and today's podcast is also brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services Insurance Agent David Stoffer. David and his friendly staff can help you with all of your insurance needs by simply calling 382-2332. That's 382-2332 or visiting his office at 2820 Foothill Boulevard, Suite 102 in Rock Springs. Well, we're going to start out today's podcast, Stephanie, and you can tell us a little bit about a very interesting discovery this week in Rock Springs. Yeah, we had a little bit of a surprise when a um, visitor came to town, and that became quickly the the talk of everybody here in in not just Rock Springs, but in Sweetwater County. And it it was a a surprise visitor was actually an adult female black bear. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, um, when she was discovered, she was in emaciated condition, And after she was captured, she later had to be euthanized. Um, She was first spotted at Curl Jack's Lawn Interstate 80. And then when she was seen again near Clearview Acres, which is at the base of White Mountain, that's when local officials got the phone call. Rock Springs, Wyoming Game and Fish Warden Andy Rusa said that they are not sure where the bear came from, but they figured that she was just searching for food. After capturing the bear, like I said earlier, she was determined to be a black bear and she was found in extremely poor condition. Given the bear's age, its condition, and the time of the year, it is highly unlikely that they felt she would not survive the winter. The bear's behavior around humans also indicated a very strong likelihood that she would have future conflict potential. Based on those factors, it was determined that the ethical and humane action was to euthanize the bear. And that's what the Wyoming and Game and Fish stated. Several agencies assisted in helping locate and capture that bear. And we'd like to give them a shout out for all those who helped, including the Rock Springs Animal Control, Sweetwater County Animal Control, Sweetwater County Sheriff's Office, and the Rock Springs Police Department. And Dave, I don't know if you remember this, but this isn't the first time Sweetwater County had a bear. I know. I remember that a couple of years back. Didn't they find one in Green River? Yeah, it was back in 2014, and that one was a six-month-old black bear cub, and it was discovered at a tree in Indian Park. Hmm. So that's an interesting story, and kudos again to the the Game and Fish Department, Animal Control, and everybody that did what they could in determining, uh, you know, what condition the bear was in and what they needed to do. So um, we're going to turn our attention now to some court news, Stephanie. Uh, Sweetwater County Attorney Dan Aaron Mosby filed a motion this week for a hearing to have 3rd District Court Judge Susanna Robinson disqualified from a case involving sexual exploitation of children. 
Aramospian Deputy Prosecuting Attorney Michaela Lira appeared before 3rd District Court Judge Joseph Blumel, who's out of uh, Uinic County. They met on Monday presenting the argument that Robinson be disqualified from ruling in the case of Josh Ekstrom. Ekstrom was arrested in March of this year and charged with three counts of sexual exploitation of children, specifically possession of child pornography. Lira testified she and Ekstrom's attorney, Dave Harmon, reached a plea agreement earlier this summer to drop the second and third counts in exchange for a guilty plea on the first count. Part of that argument would require Ekstrom to spend four to eight years in prison and register as a sex offender after his release from prison. Lira said the signed plea agreement was filed in Robinson's court, but both parties were later informed the agreement would not be accepted based on the information she had, had been uh, Robinson that is had been provided. Lira said she felt as though Robinson was giving her opinion about what the state uh, should have changed and or, I'm sorry should have charged and offered in the plea agreement, and was appalled a deferral was not offered in this case, and that was actually during a, um, a hearing that took place in June between the, the parties involved. Um, in the hearing on Monday, Aaron Mosby argued that, that it's not the duty of the judicial branch to direct the state on these matters, calling it a, quote, violation of the separation of powers. Blumel said he would take the motion under advisement. However, a decision has not been recorded at the time of this podcast, and we will uh, keep you uh, posted on what's going on with that situation. It should be pretty interesting to see what Blumel decides in that case. Mm-hmm, for sure. And we have some uh, city council news in Green River, Stephanie. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, Green River Mayor Pete Rust, he officially declared a local disaster and state of emergency in Green River during uh, Green River City Council meeting earlier this week. This all comes due to the damages done by that late summer snowstorm that just basically ripped through the town and basic just left Green River and destruction, right. trees and shrubs and everything just everywhere and homes and businesses damaged. Mayor Rust felt that the declaration must be made to help address all of those um, problems that they had for the storm. Mayor Rust read a proclamation declaring the state of emergency, invoking mutual aid and requesting assistance from the Sweetwater County and from the state of Wyoming. Green River Fire Chief Larry Erdman said in order to get federal assistance, they must first declare a state of emergency locally locally, and work their way up through the chain. He said the state already has been notified of the local disaster in Green River. Estimates on the total damages from insurance companies, Rocky Mountain Power, and other local resources are still being gathered. However, local officials believe that it will be about over $1 million in damages. Yeah, that's uh, that uh, money would definitely help in Green River. And I know that this uh, they've spent really the entire week this week still cleaning up, doing things like that. I've talked to a couple of auto body shops that have been really busy, insurance agents as mm-hmm. well. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that uh, state of emergency declaration by the uh, city of Green River as well. Hey, everyone. When it comes to protecting your family, home, car, or business, you can count on David Stoffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. You deserve a local agent who is dedicated to helping you with all of your insurance needs. And that's exactly what you'll get with my good friend, David Stoffer. David offers the quality products and services you are looking for. His experience, coupled with his loyalty to serving his clients, truly separates David from the rest. And that's why I continue to insure my assets through him. And so should you. Give David a call at 307 382 
888-268-2332 or stop by his office at 2820 Foothill Boulevard in Rock Springs and discover the advantages of working with a great local agent. Trust experience, trust David Stoffer at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Sonic Drive-In blends up and captures sitting by the campfire and toasting marshmallows with the brand new Toasted S'more Shakes, a frozen, sippable version of the sweet, crunchy, and toasty campfire classic. The new Toasted S'more Shake starts with Sonic's 100% real vanilla ice cream, hand-mixed with decadent chocolate chunks and golden graham cracker crumbs, all topped with delightfully fluffy marshmallow and even more graham cracker crumbs. Don't forget that shakes are half off after 8 p.m. every day. Stop by your locally owned Sonic Drive-In located at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. Service at the speed of sound. And turning our attention to uh, Rock Springs, facing the possibility of cutting 10% from its annual budget due to statewide shortfalls, Sweetwater County School Board Number 1 will create a cost savings task force to address that issue. Board of Trustees Chairperson Carol Jellicoe, Superintendent Kelly McGovern, and Chief Financial Officer Scott Duncan testified before the state's Select Committee on Recalibration last week. Jellicoe said districts have been asked to voluntarily cut 10% of their overall budgets in order to adjust Wyoming's overall financial shortfall. McGovern testified last week that a 10% cut in the district would be roughly 90 teachers in the district. Jellicoe said that amounts to about three-quarters of the entire high school teaching staff. The district is down 282 students this year compared to last year. That in itself constitutes a 5% decrease in the student body and a 5% cut in overall statewide funding for the district. McGovern said the district was uh, faced with a similar situation several years ago and encouraged the task force to implement some of the steps that worked well at that time. Board members John Batolo and Matt Jackman volunteered to serve on the task force representing the, uh, the trustees. Jellicoe said the district will also reach out to staff, students, and community members, business leaders as well, to become part of that task force. And Stephanie, I know you were... Uh, part of a, a task force uh, with the district a couple of years back, uh, the one that actually uh, Superintendent McGovern was was uh, alluding to. And you had made a comment during the school board meeting that actually the district was was praised for the, the steps that it took in, in helping to, to readjust that budget. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We were actually asked to give a presentation at the Wyoming School Boards Association conference on that cost savings task force because they were impressed with the process that we used to go through to make those difficult decisions. Right. And just to be clear, I mean, that Sweetwater One was not the only district in the state that's being tasked with this. I mean, everybody, every district in the state is asked to cut 10% of their overall budget. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how districts around the state of Wyoming and, and here locally uh, take on that that endeavor there. Yeah, and we actually have a good bit of news coming out of Sweetwater County School District number two, and they recently hosted a ribbon cutting ceremony to unveil the newly finished renovations at Lincoln Middle School. Grote House Construction, a Wyoming-based company, completed the renovations, and they were also responsible for other projects over in Green River, such as the Green River High School Aquatic Center, the Central Office, Green River High School, and the other ongoing phases of the renovations at the Lincoln Middle School. All of the funding for the project has come from the Wyoming Schools Facility Department. And this is the third phase of projects being done at Lincoln Middle School. The projects completed in this phase were remodeling of some of the science room, the staff break rooms, several bathrooms, and the professional learning community room. 
The previous renovations included new flooring and remodeling of the home economics room. However, they are not done yet, and the next phase of renovations will will include a remodel of the locker rooms downstairs. Okay, that's just about going to wrap it up here for this week's uh, news podcast. And we just want to mention, uh, with the announcement of the Big Ten Conference starting its fall sports season in October, other conferences, including the Mountain West, and uh, uh, and schools are thinking about doing the same thing. The University of Wyoming is one of those schools looking to make a fall sports season happen, and we'll continue to follow this story to see if UW will, in fact, have uh, fall sports uh, maybe starting as early as October. That's going to wrap it up for this week's uh, Sweetwater Now News Show. We once again want to thank Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs for sponsoring the podcast. They've rolled out their brand new toasted s'mores shakes with vanilla ice cream, chocolate chunks, and graham cracker crumbs all rolled up into a delicious treat. Try them today at Sonic Drive-In, service at the speed of sound. And we also want to thank Farm Bureau Sir Financial Services Insurance Agent David Stoffer. David and his friendly staff can help you with all your insurance needs by simply calling 382-2332 or visiting his office at 2820 Foothill Boulevard, number 102 in Rock Springs. For Stephanie Thompson, I'm Dave Arambell. Thanks for joining this week and we'll talk to you next Friday. If you'd like to be a part of the local 307 podcast network, contact us through Sweetwater Now. 